Season 2, episode 56 of the Focus Target Podcast, coming to you live, uh, recorded from uh, our relative homes on uh, August 14th, year of our Lord 2020, and today we are back again for episode 2 of the Star Wars Podcast Trilogy. Would uh, would this be episode 56, actually? 56? <laughs> Is it? Right, have we got- bilingual? I feel like we missed an opportunity to start on episode four and have this be episode five. Since it's the original podcast trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. That is a missed opportunity. That's makes a little bit more sense than going multilingual. Like (laughs) you should have said, maybe if you'd have said in Huddies or something, it would have been on topic. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. See what man said. Episode that. (laughs) As you can see, I am joined by my illustrious co-hosts, Van and Shy. Gentlemen, are you ready to talk some more Star Wars? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So last time we went deep into the video game realm of Star Wars, which is both vast and deep. Uh, and today we will go even deeper into the ancillary Star Wars lore, off trilogy movies, books, some canonical, some not, other things, toys, you know, TV shows, whatever we can think of. You name Basically, it, right? Anything that's not uh, the actual movie trilogies is fair game today so as you may have guessed that means we have a lot to get to so we are going to get to the question of the day it's going to be a quick question of the day we're just going to do it real quick so we can get to the rest of the stuff so here's my question going back to star wars video games when you play a, a star wars video game what type of character do you prefer to play as in those games are you attracted to a light side user a dark side user or perhaps a non-force user uh, you know, like like, like a, oh, just a normal person or like a Han Solo type. So we're going to go to Van first. Van, you're a dark sider, aren't you? Be real. <laughs> Wearing a Raiders hat. No, I'm actually a light sider, surprisingly enough. Um, growing up, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, I always like just like childhood dream was to become a Jedi Knight. So therefore, I'm force user, light side, just like if there's any way to make a lightsaber happen in real life, that would just make my life amazing complete in addition to the kids i have and my wife of course <laughs> that's a good disclaimer shy what about you uh light side non-force user oh non-force oh user. okay okay i got gotcha. you so like what's, a pilot or i mean for a great example the old republic i was a bounty hunter um so i just I, we, we've hunter. talked about like i think this ties back to my rpg um you know preferences of like non-magic users like i just I'm more I, I know we're going to talk about class. Mando here, and I'd like to get oh, what will. everybody thinks. Is Mando like light side, dark side? That'd be an interesting question. And, and we'll get there. Well, I guess we will, yeah. Teaser teaser on that. We'll definitely, we're going we're gonna to get, get some Mandalorian talking. Don't, don't you worry about that. So um, to answer the own, my own question, I also am a light sider, so I guess we're all the same. So I guess this was kind of a lame question. Um, the fact is the dark side tends to have cooler powers in video games. I mean, force lightning is amazing, but for the most part, light side force users have more useful powers like healing. And like, it just, I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, to pass that up sometimes. Um, but I agree at a heart probably with Van, like there's something cool about being a Jedi. Um, that was definitely my favorite character when I played the old Republic was, um, was a light side Jedi, just like you, like, like kind of a, like a Jedi consular or something, which, you know, um, so yeah. Okay. That was good. That was fast. We're all together. You got something shy? No, I just was picturing your portly Sith Lord and old Republic oh, with the I mustache. A, oh, I had an awesome Sith Lord though. That guy was the best. He was like that. That was something that was so cool about Old Republic is it let you make characters that weren't all just like incredibly athletically built. And so my Sith Lord was just like a fat dude who had a freaking like I don't know what kind of mustache, just like a, a freaking weird ass mustache, and like he kind of had like a sinister grin. Like he was like a, he was like a comic book villain. Yeah. Uh, the penguin amazing he wasn't yeah, like, the he penguin was, was penguin. in star wars he if was he kind of use, a penguin inspired use force lightning you know penguin that yes. could use force and lightning he did he was rolling around like <laughs> <laughs> so good uh, that that character is probably i think it's what I, I wish i could remember what I named. i've derailed us i've derailed our quick question something cool but like that Good might be my favorite 
No, that was a sheep. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> but that was probably one of my. It, it may be my favorite MMO character I've ever created. Like, always gives me a chuckle. All right, that was the question of the day. If you have a question of the day, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, it feels like we never do, but uh, I'm gonna throw it, keep throwing it out there uh, and hope that maybe somebody, maybe today's the day that somebody's like, oh, I want to talk about how I like to play Dark Side users in Star Wars or something. You never know. So there it is. We'll give our contact information at the end of the show, as we always do. Let's just get right into it. We got to start with the big stuff, and that's the films. So there's a number of films that are based in the Star Wars universe that did not make it into the main three trilogy, trilogy of trilogies, um, and they've they've kind of been met with differing differing receptions. I think there's uh, kind of strong feelings. It seems like some pe- people either really like uh, these spinoff films or really kind of don't. And so let's get right into it. Let's start with the first one that came out. The first, the well, the first official one to come out, as we'll get to. There's some older ones, but uh, Rogue One uh, was released uh, as part of, is the first spinoff in the Disney franchise era, uh, we could call it. Um, for those who aren't familiar, Rogue One is the story of how the rebel spies stole the plan to the original Death Star and were able to get it out to uh, Princess Leia to set up the beginning of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. And uh, it kind of answers some, so a lot of questions that kind of people had maybe filled in some plot holes about like why this ultimate space station was so easy to destroy by one dude with a torpedo, like kind of retcon some of that. Um, but yeah, uh, have you guys seen the movie to start with? I have for sure. Yes. Yes. You've seen Rowan. And uh, well, I guess we'll just go round table. What'd you think about it, Shy? We'll start with you. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know where you guys fall on like the Star Wars like fan to like to like uh Fanta? Like, like the Fantas? No, like breakdown on like nervous right? breakdown based on uh, like lore discrepancies or like you know, like super fan, super nerd, like on the spectrum. Oh, I, so you're saying like I'm, normal casual observer versus like yeah, yeah. this is the worst episode ever yeah, because it didn't yeah. take into account the midichlorian count of yeah. yeah so i think i mean i really enjoyed rogue one because i think i put myself more in like the fan camp than like the super nerd camp um i have friends who are much further high i mean you guys might be you guys are probably higher on the spectrum than i am but i have friends who like you know, i mean i know people who like didn't like the the two the two new spinoff films we're going to talk about because of discrepancies or because there were things that they you know didn't line up with the rest of the universe or stuff like that but i didn't really care about that so i really enjoyed the film i thought it was well made from like a cinematography standpoint i thought it was really well like well done and then i think one of the coolest one of my favorite things about it is how it transitions directly into episode four at the end i really like when the movie ended like i kind of knew where it fit but that like it kind of did that transition and it's like oh wow oh man like i need yeah. to go watch episode four right now because yeah, like like right it's just, there like, cutest it's, right up yeah it's so. not like in a couple of days it's like minutes right yeah <laughs> yeah what about you van what'd you think yeah that was good no i i really really liked it um probably you already mentioned it um but it filled like one of the biggest plot holes i had um not that like i'm a super lore fan by any stretch of the imagination i'm probably more of just a general fan like you were explaining shy but that just the the big unconceivable pothole that they have the technology and the brains and the wherewithal to develop this weapon that's never been developed before and yet they leave this big gaping flaw of a fucking mind or of a shaft that goes directly to the core of its energy to destroy everything. And I was like, so, so when I saw that in rogue one, I like, there was like a huge sense of relief literally off my shoulders. Like, okay, I can get on board with this, whether it was an afterthought or not. Um, I can get on board with this. This feels good to me. Um, and just really help like tie that up in a nice neat bow, how the rebels got the plans and all that fun stuff. The, I thought the characters were amazing um and i just thought it was it was really fun it was very enjoyable entertaining and and it felt it felt like star wars but it didn't feel like something before star wars well i'm gonna take the opposite position actually and i know this is probably an unpopular position i think most people agree with you van that they like that that plot hole was filled i didn't i actually never thought that that was a real plot hole i never really understood that argument that people thought i was like you've got a laser that has the power to destroy a planet like you gotta vent that energy somewhere man like like there's got to be a way out and like the idea was that like it wasn't like they they there was just like a giant target on it and like these dudes just flew up and were like 
like, what happens if I shoot this hole? <laughs> it's like they had to have a technical readout of the battle station. That's the only way they could possibly know is like they had to analyze like the blueprints to find this tiny little thing. I think that's very realistic. Like when you think of any project that you've ever worked on, like a large scale project, like as much as you try to plan, there's always things you don't think about. And like, I always thought something like that, that was so massive and such a huge undertaking. And that I guess we saw maybe retcon a little bit, like took like literally 20 years to build because they're building it at the end of episode three. And it's just done at the beginning of episode four, Luke go like basically Luke's entire life. It took them to build that thing. Like there's uh, like something that complex. It didn't seem like it'd be that weird for me that there'd be a hole, What I did. Oh, go ahead. I also so so yeah. Let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. Let's, I also conversely, I feel like there should have been a QA agent, some somebody doing quality assurance, saying, "Hey, this is this is a very important part of our entire like multi. I don't know how many quadrillion, what number you would use, but of this extremely expensive thing that we're building, this most advanced technology that that the universe has ever seen, and." Like you figure somebody would have said, hey, we need to protect this more because this is a volatile point. Or that mine shaft, you would have thought at least would have had some screens or filters going out to space. Like it had nothing. It was a gaping oh, hole it was, from it outside was, all the way to the core. It was ray shielded. They, uh, so you couldn't just shoot lasers into it. And I mean, it was in a trench surrounded by turrets. Like they did try to protect it a little bit, like. But that—that's the whole like equator is a, a trench surrounded by turrets. It, like, yes, that's true. I don't think those are purposely there for that mine shaft specifically. That's true. So th those are just there to be, you know, natural, de normal defenses. That's that's fair. So. Yeah, they should have a podium that Darth Vader stood at, like it would like lift him up, you know, right next to that shaft, and he could just like kill like, anybody. Block it with this light. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, that's a little more realistic. Yeah, I mean, I think actually, I take the, the the converse point again, though. I think it's super realistic. Like, imagine you're like 15 years into the project, and some pencil net comes and is like, uh, "Sir, we we've actually found that there's this tiny little flaw that actually could cause all kinds of trouble." And he's like, and you know, Moff Tarkin's like, "Well, does anybody know about it?" And he's like, "Well, no. I mean, you'd really need like a technical readout of the station to ever find it. It's unlikely anyone would ever know." And he's like, "Well, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna stop production? We're gonna go to the end." Emperor and tell him, oh, actually, we need to kind of start over here. Like, th th this isn't going to work. I don't think you need to do that. No. Like, all you need to do is put a couple fucking barriers in there, and you still got your exhaust vent, right? You don't need to put walls there. You just put a couple fucking barriers, and you still have all the same functions with your, with your minor defense. It would have cost peanuts compared to the mm. actual operation. It's a I fair point. I feel like point. there's something you could have been done. Yeah, there may be something could have been done. But anyway... I don't, need to go back to, I don't think you need to go I think, back to Darth City as I think a this could also, get approval for a screen. There could <laughs> something also be said for the motivation driving people trying to pick something apart versus the motivation of people trying to like protect something, especially yeah. of that size. Like the QA agents probably weren't working as hard to find the tiny weaknesses to the station yeah, as the rebels were trying to find that's find a good a point. Weakness. And and you're right. And QA is probably more interested in in the is this laser right? <laughs> is the laser up? gonna see? <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a lot. This this that's a long QA list, dude. Like it's a lot of user acceptance testing. Sure, it's probably lower on on the scale. So yeah, but anyway, so I can I can understand how that how people could feel that was a plot point. Like I don't think you're wrong for feeling that way, but yeah. it never bothered me. It actually bothered me more that they felt they had to make this justification. Mm. Like, oh, it's actually a that. secret plot. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I get that. Fine, I think, I think because of my confirmation bias, because I wanted so that it felt uncomfortable to me that as soon as they gave me any little nugget, like I grasped onto good. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It felt good. So I accepted it a lot easier than somebody like yourself who said, hey, this isn't a plot hole. So why are you kind of going out of your way to, to do some hokey right. like fix for it? Yeah, I can see yes. that. I did like, I liked what Shai said, how it leads right in. Like, that was something I always wonder is like, how is it that like these dudes are inner, this is space, like space is huge. And yet like these ships are just like chasing each other through the backwater, like by Tatooine, which is like, we find out is the ass end of the universe. It's like, how yeah. did that happen? Like, what? like, that seemed very set up to me. And so I thought it was cool. That I was like, oh, okay. Like she fled the battle. Like they're like, they're literally like, chasing her down and she's just trying to get away and like it made a little bit more sense seeing in that context so the other thing i want to bring up is the um there's a theory floating around for a long time and i don't i don't know how true this is this is all speculation so i don't know if you guys have heard about this but i want to get your take so, so you may recall that 
when this movie was being produced about like i don't know like halfway through there was a bunch of, a bunch of news came out that disney saw the move the like early shots of the movie yes. and made them reshoot a whole yes. bunch of scenes because they thought that the ending was too dark is oh, what wow. i had heard right yes. and so we know how the ending that. is the spoiler alert if you haven't seen it they all die right like i thought that was cool that they did that but so like i always was like well the ending was still pretty dark like what was so dark that they had to reshoot a bunch of stuff and a, a, a theory i saw back in the day was that if you looked at the original a lot of the original concept art from episode seven where the knights of ren you know who are like mm -hmm. kylo ren's yep. people and they obviously show up later in the movies now but at, at the time only episode seven had come out so we really didn't know anything about them they were just shadowy figures in the background who we had a little information from and somebody took a look at the cast of rogue one and drew lines from each major cast member to each of the knights of ren and said like what if it at the end of rogue one they don't all die what if they're captured what if they are inoculated and become agents of the of the empire yeah. and show up later <laughs> as bad guys when once they were good guys and like one of the things they used to to, to justify this was there was a there was a um preview of rogue one that had a lot of the scenes in the preview that never made it into the final film and a lot of it was like Jin talking get being talked about like, what happens when you become what you hate how do you keep from becoming what you hate like there was a theme there that seemed to actually yeah. be in line with that and like i thought that would have been so crazy and so cool and i wonder if that was the original plan and Disney said, no, we're not going to take these people that people have come to love and turn them evil and say they got tortured and brainwashed over the course of two decades and now show up as bad guys. Like, I could see how that could be too dark. What do you guys think about that? George Lucas would have done it. I don't know what George Lucas would have done. George Lucas would have done it if he could sell toys. <laughs> uh, don't start with me on George Here's Lucas. Here's the torture we'll chamber of, of the Ren's Is he going to be an episode? Yeah. <laughs> this is, that's still to come. Is he going to be an episode all on, it, all on his own? Maybe. Maybe we could. We could talk about High Lamb. Listen, this is only the original trilogy. We, we still got true. three more Star Wars <laughs> podcast trilogies to fill out. Call so. George Lucas. We have two more on spinoffs. Yes. Nice. <laughs> anyway, what, what do you, I mean, do you guys... I like it. I think I mean, it's awesome. It feels Star Warsy. Like, I know we, we're we're gonna talk about the movies later, but they all felt, in my opinion, too lighthearted. Like they were all like, yes, there were bad moments in them, like with which blowing up and stuff. Just like like all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, exactly. All okay. the Star Wars movies, like the yeah, sorry, the the, the core movies, movies. We'll call them or trilogies. Yeah, um, they all had the originals had elements of darkness that the second and third trilogies did not. That, yes. that they were lacking and i feel like it could have i feel like it would have felt appropriate i think i think it'd be a stretch to call empire strikes back a light-hearted movie um i also think that yeah. the there's third... a lot of people getting fucked up in that movie yeah i think that's, that's what i think that's what he meant by the originals the original trilogy four five and yeah, six four, five, had and dark six. elements yeah that yeah the subsequent yeah. trilogies right. well, i think before he said that with. he had said that the yes. that the star wars movies were, were always yeah, kind of light-hearted so yeah. before you clarified that was what popped in my mind. Um, I don't know. I think the newer trilogy had some dark stuff as well. I don't think that anything, you know, I don't think they had anything that matched up with Empire Strikes Back, but um, I don't know. So yeah, I think the ending would have been appropriate. I don't think it would have seen out of the ordinary. I think it, I mean, I'd have to give it a lot more thought, but on the surface, it does sound like a better ending than just them all dying. I like how it ended. I'm going to take the, the I, I, opposite I approach. I don't hate how it ended. I like that they had the balls to kill them all. Like, and it definitely probably made for a better kill movie. Like, if their if their fate had been unknown, I think that would have been unsatisfying in a lot of ways. Um, like, I think I think that it made for a better movie for it to end the way it did. I think it made for a better story and a cooler idea for it to maybe have end the way that theory went. And again, that was just some fan theory on the internet. I don't even know who to credit for it. But. Here's a here's a controversial comment that will lead into next episode. So okay. minor spoiler alert, but I think that them all dying at the end was much more satisfying than the characters they killed off in some of the most recent trilogy movies. So the deaths, that that movie ending with them all dying was more satisfying than in the newest trilogy, some of the characters that die. Oh, um, I see. There was more payoff, I guess, in Rogue One than yeah. 
these other deaths that they, I think, expected there to be a lot more payoff from. Right. <clears throat> Fair enough. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Like, I thought it was kind of a, it was a very sad, I mean, just like the way they're like on the beach together or whatever, like, like kind of witnessing the end of days come down on them. Like, that was, it was good. Like, it was, it was a good movie. I liked Rogue One. It was, it, was, it had a darker tone to it, but. Yeah, right. I liked it a lot. This podcast is about Rogue One, right? This, po- this <laughs> podcast, the real, the real thing this podcast is about is Solo, and that's what we're get to next. So the second standalone movie that came out in the Disney era was Solo, the story of how young Han Solo grows up, meets Chewbacca, and kind of, you know, get, claims the Millennium Falcon as his own, and kind of gets a little bit on the path to where we end up meeting him in Episode Four, A New Hope. Uh, have you guys both seen Solo? So I've seen it in the, I saw it in theater when it released. I've not seen it since. At the time that I had Disney Plus, when it first launched, it wasn't on Disney Plus yet. Do you guys know, is it on Disney Plus It yet? is now. Or, yes, it is. And that might convince me to pick up Disney Plus again, just to check it out again. Yeah, okay. I, I, I haven't had a chance. It's only been out for two years. You didn't so watch it this afternoon, like I suggested? No, well, I first of all, that was my suggestion. <laughs> you said, yes, that's a good idea. <laughs> and then I completely ignored it. Van, have you seen the solo dig in Zoolander when he's like Han Solo? That's like a that's a that's a fair Suck stand. Ass. That's a fair stand. Yeah, you know, close. For, for seeing it. Well, I've seen Solo a couple times. I saw it when it was in theaters, and I've seen it since. Um, and I will be the first to say that I thought it was an awesome movie. I loved it. I thought the characters were fantastic representations of their younger selves. I thought who's the kid who plays Han? Uh, oh, Han. I thought, Han. I thought I was saying Lando Young Calrissian. That's Young what I was going to come up with. I don't know who the actor is. I, 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 I know his owner. name. I, I know. I just can't think of it. I'll look it up when somebody else is talking. Um, he was badass. Like he captured so many, like you could, you just felt like him. It was like, it was so impressive to see somebody else play a character uh, that, that he didn't play later in life. Alden uh, like, Ehrenreich. Who the hell's that? What? I don't know. That's who played no, that's Han Solo. Not, that's Apparently, that's Smiley's favorite actor of all time. Yeah, I know. Right. Oh my God, Amelia Clark's in this. Who's she play? I love her. Kira. She plays. She plays Quinoa. <laughs> Kira. Kira. Oh, Kira. Yeah, she plays Kira. Yeah, she's looking good in that movie. I would say. I love yeah. Amelia Clark. Yeah, she's awesome. That, that's great. Yeah. Then now maybe you'll watch it. I need to watch this. I'm expecting you to watch homework, Van. So, you gotta watch it by next week so we can just do a quick follow up. Okay, sure. Do. But I'm gonna explain why I didn't watch it. Oh, so I didn't watch it because of people had varying sentiments to Smiley's. Um, Many varied. So, yeah, and that. and there were a lot of people who disagreed wholeheartedly with with Smiley, and I didn't want it to taint my already declining views of the star wars universe um so i i just felt it was best to stay away from this one as dandy newton oh my god there's so many good people in this it was i thought it was a fantastic movie. i gotta i gotta watch it i'm gonna I watch loved, it i loved young han i love woody young harrelson Lando. yeah woody harrelson. donald glover yeah yeah well, donald glover's like carizian i thought was really, yeah he's lando was a great choice he was <laughs> so good they just felt like so themselves like, they, that's awesome and like it did it showed like it really what i loved about it it gave you that background a little bit of that background between han and lando where it's like you kind of understand like they did a great job of like making that chemistry right where it's like are they friends are they not friends like they kind of like it it felt it was just good like and i'm not gonna get too much into this plot of this one since van obviously hasn't seen it and he's going to i don't want to spoil it but i thought it was i thought it was a great movie they were supposed to make a whole trilogy out of it um they're supposed to are be they f- friends are they not friends i mean that was that was that was exactly the same in empire strikes back too that's, like, that's are my they point friends or are yes. they not friends but like, you don't know that's, 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 but this sets it up yeah 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 that's that was what my point was is like when it makes sense when you after you watch the movie it, assuming there's nothing else between them when you get to empire strikes back like that interaction is it's like you you know you're like oh yeah i know i know why han isn't quite sure what to think because it, it's kind of it's not quite clear how they feel about each other like it's just it's just fabulous like i think there's a couple things i didn't like about it. i can understand why some people didn't love it um but i thought it was fun i thought it was funny um i i heard that they were supposed to make three movies out of it and the other two kind of got shut down because as fan said the reaction was not 
as positive as they, as they had hoped. And I think that's a mistake. I would love, like they left it on a kind of a cliffhanger. Like I, I want to know what happens. That. Is that I want ends? more. Yes. I want to see a second Han Solo movie, young Han Solo movie with the same goddamn cast and like answer some of these questions. Um, but Another movie that flops. So they're not considering making the third one. I just heard recently is ID four. <laughs> Two. <laughs> just where did you hear that was that on the focus literally it was yeah like i don't know on business insider some crap came up and they were like oh this is id4 blah 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 and they were like oh yeah they're probably not going to make the third one anymore and i was like that sucks we were just we just had a podcast on it i should call them and tell them to listen to our podcast it probably would be worse than id4 too (laughs) so we probably all can rest easy they're not making a third one uh so do you have any other thoughts on solo yeah i mean i would i think the word you used that i agree with the most was fun it was, in my opinion, it was just a fun adventure film. Um, I think that I'm going to take, I think you covered a lot of the pros. So I'm going to cover a few cons. I think that one thing that I, one thing that has bought, so when we get to the, the next episode, we're going to have, I think, some very varying opinions because I'm not as much of a hater of the new trilogy as I know a lot of people do, I think, especially with the last episode. I think the last episode kind of redeemed a lot that the first two episodes didn't, uh, didn't set up well. But I think one of the things, issues I had with the new trilogy was that it felt in a large part like a rehash of the original trilogy with a lot of major yeah. plot points. Absolutely. And, I, and I think that that is against it. I think that Han had some scenes in it that I was like, the only reason this scene is in this movie is because it... Like it's a throwback to like the original trilogy. Something happened in the original trilogy, um, and it, like I hate it just it, I hate when things like take you out of the moment like that. I think what, that's one of the coolest things about Rogue One. I think is it was so different. I think Rogue One was so different from like not like in the universe or whatever, but it, it just felt like a very different movie than uh, than the, than the trilogies that came before it. Um, also, there's a linguistic moment early on in the movie that I thought felt really forced. Once again, I don't want to I don't want to um, spoil it for Van, but it turns out someone speaks a language that that you're like really like <laughs> you just randomly know how to speak this language and like it's a huge mm. plot point um i don't know um lando speaks wookie uh, maybe i don't want to i don't man you're, i don't want to spoil for you man um but uh but yeah overall i really enjoyed it and one cool thing was i didn't get it because i'm not once again a super fan but apparently there were some really cool like side references to some of the shows yes. and other things especially yeah, near the end um and I, I was watched it with some of my friends who are super Star Wars nerds, and they're all like, "Oh my gosh, like that's so and so," and or like it was someone I knew, but I didn't understand like the subplot, or I didn't, even, I didn't even understand why we were yeah. seeing that person because theoretically they sh- maybe shouldn't have been alive. But uh, um, it was uh, yeah, theoretically cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was I agree, and I thought that was a great, a real treat. All right, uh, let's talk very briefly. Um, did either of you guys know that there are two movies from back in the day that are set on the planet Endor and involve the Ewoks? I did. Shy's not, Shy's not in his head. You've seen maybe the Ewoks' Caravan of Courage or the Ewoks' Battle of Endor. So I've not seen them, but back in oh. the day when, when movie stores were a thing, movie rental places were a thing, we would go, we'd go rent movies and I'd always walk by these two movies with Ewoks on the cover and be like, are those Ewoks? Like, what is the, what are these movies? And then we'd, we never rented them. I never, but so I, I knew they existed. I just had never seen them. They were completely crazy. Like <laughs> I, for some reason, as much as I like Star Wars, I never really made the the connection that it was the same Ewoks even like Wicket is the same damn Ewok in it like it's basically starring him and like I never really made that connection that like like I guess like maybe I didn't I just didn't care but yeah so like it's a story of like this family who crash lands on Endor and like their ship is messed up and they uh they get help from the Ewoks and a bunch of other stuff happens and I don't really remember because I haven't seen them since I was like 10 years old or something. But um, I remember them being freaking awesome. So I love the, I love the Ewok movies. They were dope. Is this a recommendation to Van that before he watches Solo, he should check no, out the No, no, you should definitely, you should definitely watch Solo. I don't know how, uh, maybe I'll try to rewatch those at some point and let you know if they stand up to the test of time. They're probably on Disney Plus. I don't know. Maybe Disney didn't own the rights to them. They were on the Disney Ewok Channel all the adventure. time. Ewok Adventure. There's a lot of Ewok movies. The Ewoks were very popular back in the day. Um, 
I think we also need to talk about. I know there's a. I don't know much about this. So you guys got to to do the heavy lifting. On this I, I added it as a troll item. I don't. I never uh, saw it. So uh, the, uh, the holiday <laughs> maybe, special. Maybe we like have nothing I, to say about it. I know there was also. Was that the one with the droids with C three PO and R2D2? I think so. Yeah. I just. I know. I've heard people say it's horrible, but. Uh, um, never seen I, it. I didn't know if anyone. Van, do you know anything it. about the Star Wars holiday special? No. Okay. So, well, you know, fair listeners, this is a great opportunity for you to reach out to us and uh, you know educate us about this this the, the Star Wars holiday special. All right. Any yeah, other? Are we going to talk about Family Guy? The Star oh, Wars Family oh, Guy. Oh, we didn't even talk about Family Guy. I guess that's more in the TV shows. Section oh yeah. Get to, but, but we can no, we could do that now. Let's do Family Guy. Like, yeah, the the what was it called? Blue. Uh, Oh, blue God. something right yeah something blue or two of them right they did two yeah, episodes was, i the think sequel they was did. more like on point like with a name wasn't it like what was it it was uh, <sighs> i'll get it for you right it's now it's been a long time since yeah. i've watched it i liked them though i thought it, yeah. i thought it was good. oh my god they did well three done. of them i thought they only did yeah. two yeah so it was blue harvest blue harvest and then it was something 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 dark side that, yeah that yeah <laughs> something, something and then and then it's side. a trap <laughs> i don't know if i've seen it's a trap good oh man yeah, I, I like I, the funny thing is the first time I watched it, I kept waiting for him to like break character, and like they just never did. Like, I mean, they kind of in a way, but like not really. Like, yeah, I I I haven't seen them in a long time, but I definitely saw them when they came out. Um, what did you guys think of those? I loved them. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed them. I thought they were they were hilarious. They were like. <laughs> <laughs> I love when the old dude has Obi-Wan singing I'm having the time of my life on the Death Star like oh my god that cracked me up <laughs> I don't know why but one of my favorite lines you know you know we're in the they're in the uh, Millennium Falcon and they're like great shot kid don't get cocky and, but in the, in the episode they go great penis-y. shot kid yeah don't, don't get, get penisy <laughs> yeah so good good Oh, toilet humor. Family guy. Was yeah, no, I really liked them. I, I thought they did a good job. I mean, clearly they were they were very um, well versed in the Star Wars universe because you couldn't have pulled off like a lot of those subtle hits like yeah. <laughs> that they did without without being very engaged in. Well, I, I think that's what makes them good, right? Like for people yeah. who know this, it's, it's like Shai was saying about uh, Solo. For people who know the the movies so well like the little subtle nods and, and kind of inside yeah. jokes really yeah. with you and are, are pretty good. So, yeah. All right. Any final thoughts on the films, even though that last part wasn't really film, it was kind of film related because it was a reenactment of the film. So I think that's fair to put in there. And they were like movies length. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. All right. So let's transition back over to um, the star Wars written history, the books, uh, there were a lot of uh, what was called the expanded universe um, that came out after the after the main trilogy had been done, uh, but before Disney bought it. Then when Disney took over, they basically needed to clean some room for their own stories. So they basically said everything that was written or produced in games, comics, books, video games, whatever, is now considered legends and may or may not have actually happened. Um, they've taken in, in a lot of cases they've taken bits and pieces and characters and things from the legends history and incorporated it into some of their shows and some of their some of their uh, movies which is cool but a lot of these old books that that you know were very popular for a while are now considered non-canonical so let's start just briefly have you guys read any like star wars books in the past i'm seeing a yay and a nay here van you've never you've never picked up a star wars book have you ever no. read a book I'm reading one. You're reading. You're trying. Right. Tried to read now. How far into? Yeah. Well, we'll get to that a little another time. <laughs> uh, we've got too much to get to today. Okay. So, so you haven't done a whole lot of the reading. What about you, Shai? I was saying yes from you. I've read many books. Um, <clears throat> when I was younger, I used to do a lot of reading, and I'd read whatever I could get my hands on. And so we'd go to the public library, and one of the types of books I would read a lot would be Star Wars novels. So I mean, I haven't read everything out there, but I've read a number. That I've read at least one of the tro- one of the original like offshoot trilogies that came out. I've read. Uh, a bunch of the solo standalone stuff. I read some of the X-Wing stuff. Um, I don't remember a lot of it, but I did read mm-hmm. a bunch of the <clears throat> fiction. I'm, a, I'm the same boat as you. I had, a, I had a large collection of Star Wars books when I was younger. Pretty much most of the books that ranged from like the time right after the movies all the way up through like maybe like 20 years after the battle. Then once you got into like the kids of the 
main characters. I didn't really get into any of that kind of stuff. But uh, but there was a lot of good ones. There was a lot of ones that weren't so good. And I think they, a little bit, the Star Wars expanded universe got a little bit of a bad reputation because some of the books were kind of uh, fanficy in a way and just you know kind of turn people off some of them were poorly written but especially the first ones that came out like the first crop were held to a very high standard and are, are some just really fabulous books whether you like star wars or not just in and of themselves i think they're they're really cool books um so i guess if i'm gonna give van some some and our listeners of course some suggestions some some of my my favorite books in the star wars trilogy i would definitely always recommend the heir to the empire trilogy um by timothy zahn that's the first actual Star Wars books that were ever released that were officially like okayed by Lucasfilm. Um, and it's a trilogy and it's set about five years after the Battle of Endor and it's fantastic. Um, another one that I recommend, which is pretty short, but that I, I recommend this to anybody because it's a fabulous book and it's very relevant is, um, is uh, Shadows of the Empire. So there's a video game, which we didn't even talk about last week. How did we talk about Shadows of the Empire? I don't think so. Oh my god! I what thought a about it. Dereliction was, in duty. Isn't that the RTS game? No, no. Shadows of the Empire oh, was for the N64. Oh, That's yeah. You, yeah. You're thinking Empire at War, I think. Shadows of War. No, Empire, I think you're right. I think Empire at War. Yeah. Sorry. Shadows of the Empire is basically the story of what happens between the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and there's an N64 game that is based that is that it that follows that is based on the book, um, that is actually pretty awesome. But uh, it's it's a really cool book. Like it's really good. It's short, but it feels like a Star Wars book. Uh, it feels like a Star Wars movie. Um, so if I had to recommend any two Star Wars things to people, uh, I'd probably say start with Shadows of the Empire because it's it's a cool bridge that really takes you up from the end of Empire right up into you know kind of it kind of plays that um, that Rogue One role for those two movies. Um, what about you? Yeah, I didn't feel what, like there was a plot hole, so I didn't think it was an issue. No, I don't think there's any plot holes. It's really just like kind of telling them what they're up to. Like, I know I get what you're doing there, but like, it's <laughs> it's it's not really needed. It's just kind of cool. Like, yeah, um, I liked it. I, no, I get it's it. Personal favorite of mine. Shy, what about you? Was uh, there any books Smiley, that stood out for you? Yes, uh, you have actually the the Empire trilogy is one that you've recommended as well as other members of the book club we were in briefly. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so that's one I've always wanted to read. I had not read it. Um, I think the trilogy that was also, I think, early on, but I think fits more into your like kind of the fanficy field that I loved a lot that I really captivated me was the Jedi Academy trilogy. Yes, that's, I really no, that's enjoyed a good one. that. I think um, it's a real good one. I think there was some really cool stuff seeing Luke Skywalker trying to start a Jedi Academy, seeing kind of very much, you know, honestly, the new trilogy kind of feels like it borrowed some like themes and whether directly or not, but the whole idea of like having an apprentice who kind of like turns and like who's super powerful you know yes. and dangerous definitely uh, some themes um, taken from that the sun crusher was such a cool idea i thought as far as like uh, this like kind of well, super weapon but not like gargantuan you know not to uh, get not to get too spoilery but a lot of, i feel like a lot of that solo stuff with the spice mines of kessel mm-hmm. um not 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 the same plot line but uh, i think there's a lot of things that would jive from that book to the solo movie um so so i really like that but my favorite Star Wars book of all time, I have mm-hmm. actually a visual aid with me. Nice. Is uh, oh, The yeah. Courtship of Princess Leia. Very uh, Van, nice. I could mail this to you. It is, uh, <laughs> it is not a long it's book. Like it's, uh, yeah, it, uh, this is such a cool book. Um, this is probably, this, I just love this book just in and of itself, even if it wasn't a Star Very Wars cool. book. Um, it's Wait, how many really- pages is not a long book? I mean, so it's 350 pages, but they're not like. Okay, so it's like the same not, as. They're not big pages. Um, yeah. They're. I just and it's it's just like it's such a fast read. It deals with kind of uh, Princess Leia like there's like she's just to give like a little setup. She's she's got like an arranged marriage. I think is the idea kind of where she's being like strongly encouraged to she's pursue being, like a political yes. marriage, a political romance. She's not interested. And she kind of runs away, but ends up really in danger. And like Luke and Han have to like chase after her. And it just some of the stuff they go up against. Oh man, there's like oh man, the witches event. There's ah, mm, I'm gonna have to read this book again. Um, it's just really good it's just a great adventure book with a lot of cool like elements and different like star wars it is a very cool one that one's set four years after the battle of endor and so uh, i have that exact same book shy even like the same paperback same cover and everything so that's definitely one of my maybe i'll um i'll borrow it when i return the book i'm reading currently there you go you totally could i i wish i should have brought some visual aids mine are all upstairs oh well 
alas. Okay, um, so anything else that we did not give the books justice, but we just don't have time to hit everything. Anything else you guys want to say about the books? Yeah, I didn't read them. Yeah, duly noted. Thank I want you. to. Yeah, well, reading is fundamental, and it's fun. I've heard it's that before. fundamental, so always good to read. Mm. But yeah, finding time in life, it's not easy. Um, Especially when there's so many TV shows out. So let's talk about TV shows that are in the Star Wars universe. We would be remiss if we did not begin with the current, like, smash hit that is The Mandalorian. Um, I think there's a lot of people who subscribe to Disney Plus specifically for The Mandalorian. I think you could put me in that camp. Um, have you guys both seen The Mandalorian? Yes. All the way through, all yes. 10 episodes. Yes. So we're, we're in spoiler territory. This is a little bit more recent. So if you haven't seen The Mandalorian... Um, I don't know what we're going to touch on spoiler wise. So Smiley will nod his head and then shake his head in sequence when we're done just, talking about it. Has <laughs> to stay away for a while. Maybe come back yeah, in five minutes. Come back in five minutes. We'll try not when to. When Van is no that. longer wearing a Raiders cap, we're done talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> do like baseball signs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Mandalorian, like I listen. There was a lot of hype for it. A lot of people said it was really good before, well before I saw it. I wasn't really that interested. Like I've never been like a Boba Fett fanboy or anything. Really? Like, yeah. Like I you're mean, like a different okay. kind of Star Wars I fan am. than most Star Wars fan. Probably Not true. to put everybody in a box, but yeah. you are certainly like. Yeah, I have different. I, I should say different than I'm a weird guy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's always been yeah. true. Yeah. You know, I, it's true. I think it's true in almost everything. Like, I tend to, I'm not. I have different like like my likes are not the same as most people's likes. You yeah. know, that's true in in a lot of different in a lot of different areas. But um, food, for example, food is your dogs. Your dogs are adorable. Everybody yeah, I think everybody likes, likes my your dogs. dogs. Yeah, I, I've never and your wife who hasn't. My my wife is pretty adorable yes. too. Yes. Uh, very and, both all all of them yes. very used to love. So living organisms that you care about are uh, yes. right. You you nail those. If you, if you started raising a plant, everybody would love that plant. <laughs> I bet they would. That's because I'd pick a cool plant, you know? Like I wouldn't, An I adorable wouldn't. plant. Yeah, that's right. Thing. Yeah. I've got good taste in that regard, I think. Living things. Um, Your anyway, we're getting off, we're getting off topic. Example. God damn it. Mandalorian. <laughs> it's good to get Sarah's shout out on, on the podcast. I like that. Keep her interested. Um, but yeah, like I, I, wasn't, I wasn't super into it. Like I wasn't like chomping at the bit to see it or anything i wanted to see it i, I wanted to see what all the hubbub was about and then uh sarah and i watched it uh when we got disney plus and it was so good like maybe you guys can help me like what's why is it so good what is it that's so engaging about it and don't just say cute little baby yoda like i know that's part of it oh my god I, totes i actually have i actually have one thing i want to point out um because okay, yeah, i was in, i was in the same boat as you smiley i was just kind of like everybody was hyping it up and i was like it's Star Wars. I'll check it out. Like, it looks interesting. I, it was directed by John Favreau, and it's like, I love Jan, John Favreau. Or written by yeah. him. Written by him. It was directed, I think, by I think people both. every oh. episode. But I think he okay. wrote it. And okay. like, he, like, yeah. produced it or something. But um, I know he was involved heavily. So I watched it, and I loved it. And But what I wanted to get to was, I, then I decided to watch my parents. Like, I went and visited them shortly after. I'm like, oh, you guys got to check this out. And I wasn't sure my mom would get into it. She's not, like, really into, like, kind of action stuff. But my dad's a big Star Wars fan. And so we started the first episode or two. And mom's like, I don't know. She's like, this is really slow. I was like, that's interesting. Like, I think uh, one of the cool things about The Mandalorian is that, like, the new trilogy, like, you know, the most recent Star Wars thing, the new trilogy, is, like, the modern blockbuster. It's over-the-top, CG, action scenes everywhere, like, elevate everything to the 11, right? Like, the, we'll get into it. But, like, you know, the, the Death Star fleet is, or the, you know, Super Star yeah, Wars yeah. fleet's not six of them. It's 10,000 of them, you know? Like, it's, it's just, and I think The Mandalorian is, like, a breath of fresh air. It's like, oh, they're walking around on a planet, like, he is, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's a lot smaller in scale, which is, it yeah. is nice. You're right. It's about a, it's about an individual's struggle. And the pacing, rather than even, the, you know what the, I mean? the fate of the galaxy being at hand every 10 seconds. Yeah. So I think that's something that really makes it special and really is kind of charming about it. It is. It's crazy how like so many times things that get hyped up don't necessarily live up to it. And like the more hyped you are for something, the less likely it is to live up to it. And yet I think this one really did. What are your thoughts, Van? On the man? Yeah. Same thing. I think it feels really Star Wars e, like to, to the original Star Wars, which yeah. is nice. Um, it was. It was. I I hate that the episodes are so short, in my opinion, because I was watching 
things like Stranger Things, which are at like mm. 52 minutes or whatever, I think. And also, um, what's it called? Um, Game of Thrones was hot at the time. Those are hour to an hour and 20 minute episodes and things like that. And then Mando comes out in a series also, and it's like 30 to 37 minutes or something. So mm -hmm. that felt short. I didn't, I didn't like that much. Um, but like, I just... Overall, I loved it because you got to experience more of the bounty hunter world where I am one of those yeah. uh, Star Wars fans who felt like there was too little Boba mm -hmm. Fett. There was too little yeah. um, bounty hunters in Star Wars, like the original series or the original um, trilogy. Yeah, you kind of so, met him in passing, right? Like they'd go to the cantina and you'd see all these yeah. weird characters and like yep. there's obviously these stories to be told that, yeah. again, like what you would like if you were going to get into to call back to the books there's um there's a couple books that kind of delve into that called there's one called tales of the bounty hunters and one called tales of tales from moss Eisley cantina which they basically take specific characters who were just like almost extras in the move in the original trilogy and like kind of tells their story and like a lot of them are really good like tales of the bounty hunters is a great is a great um a great read because it goes through all six of the bounty hunters that Darth Vader employed to catch Luke Skywalker or uh, to, to catch Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon and Empire Strikes Back and like you get like a background for each of them and like how they got to where to that point and then sometimes even beyond and like what happened to them um it's it's it's, it's good it's cool yeah I think casting was great um yeah. as well uh, there's a couple things I didn't like about it, but I'm sure we'll, we'll get there. Um, but overall, it just felt fun. It just felt Time, Time's ticking. What, what didn't you yeah. like about so it? So one thing I talked about was length of episodes. Um, was really – every episode just felt a little rushed, just a mm. little bit rushed to go from plot, climax, um, finish, right? Pl plot, right. climax, uh, setup. Just seemed a little bit rushed. And the second thing um, – it's kind of a spoiler, so I don't know if I want to go there, but there's some events that happen that I wish – didn't it, happen. People have been warned. People have been okay. warned. About so like, I, I haven't shaken my head and you haven't taken off your hat. One, <laughs> one, have we gone past the five minutes I told him though? Um, yes. Well, so like one thing about, one thing about, okay, so spoiler alert. Um, one thing about bounty hunters and they, and they, they even reiterate this, like this is known prior to the series and then reiterate it during the series is that they never remove their helmet under any mm -hmm. circumstance. So towards the end of the series when he actually does, I think it's the last episode actually. Um, I believe so, yeah. It felt cheap. Like, he didn't need to, even at that point. Like, I get he's dying, but, like, I don't know. It just, it, it didn't sit well with me. It was one of those things, though, that I think you knew. Like, when they brought that up at the beginning, it's like, you know that at some point yeah. he's going to. Like, right, it, because it, they I was made it such a critical it. thing. No, me yes. too, but I was hoping that they wouldn't. I was hoping they, they want, I, I was hoping they would set you up to think that it's happening, and then it doesn't. But they actually yeah. pulled the trigger and went full retard. And like, I just, I, I felt like, I don't know. I, I felt like that was a little cheap. Um, but aside from that, like that small, I mean, if that's my biggest gripe with the show, like, damn, it's, it's a pretty awesome series. So I'm super excited about it. I, I can't wait for um, season two to come season out. Season two. All right. Shaking my head, nodding up and down. If you're watching well, the show. Unless there's more spoilers. spoilers. I mean, wait, what? Nope, we're moving on. Unless you got something else critical to say we're about moving Mandalorian. On from what? We're moving yeah, wait, we didn't talk about Baby Yoda. We talked about it yet. Yeah, yeah we you, talked about I, Baby Yoda. I, all I did was talk about one brief thing. I didn't get in my, oh, like, so sorry. hefty, well, hefty we stuff. We said five minutes for, um, like, six minutes. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Shai, please. No, yeah, well, Baby Yoda, first of all, was, was awesome. I think the fact Amazing. that they used him as a puppet, I think, is a, is a great choice. Like, I think John Pevros oh, talked about that idea sure. of, like, why he chose a puppet versus CG, and I think it really made a difference. I think seeing his relationship with the Mandalorian develop over the series is really cool. I think one of the coolest things is, spoiler alert, but not really a big deal, but like there's like the one episode fairly on where like the little baby Yoda like pulls the little like knob yeah. off one of the shifters yeah. in the yeah, ship and he's like yeah. takes it from him. And yeah. then like, like near the end, they're going into space or whatever and they're like close and he like takes it off and gives it to, yeah. and at one point, <laughs> even between that, he like, when he abandons the baby, he looks down at that shifter and he kind of like yeah. pauses like, yeah cool scenes and honestly i think um just two quick two quick things um the, if we're talking about dislikes um the the character on the planet who like he meets the mechanic like he yes just, he felt very forceful to me like he felt and out like that was probably just his race or like his personality but like the, the way he interacted in the beginning the little midget yeah the little midgety guy yeah yeah like just like the way like he's like how like his curt responses that were like super blunt and just i don't know like it just felt like, like really him. like i like him too contrived i don't know um and he bugged me but uh 
Here's the last thing. I'm what sorry. Was I'm sorry. I liked him. Too. The yeah, he had I hated saying. the saying. No, that was what I hated about it. Oh, it was I loved saying. it. Um, and it made me think of it is decided, but that that's that, I think that's right. It's something like that. It is. Something yeah. Like it, is cert, it is certain. Okay. Or it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh, and then I think the best episode. Every we we should talk about best episodes or favorite episodes or favorite scenes. My favorite was when he's in the prison ship and he's like like up to that point you keep hearing he's like this badass but you didn't really know and then they have this like that scene where like it's cut into black and he's like sneaking up on people and just like yeah. kicking ass and it's just like it was Solid so well shot side. and it was just man it was just well done show i love how it seems like baby yoda is a little over the top and whatnot but then you go back and you think about who yoda was yoda was fucking over the top like he was mischievous he was playful he got down to business when he needed. Yeah, he was he was out of control. Um, so I, I feel oh, like cannot get your ship out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a real character, especially oh, yeah. when you first meet him. Like you Locking think he's like, on the, he's yeah. rubbaging through his lunchbox. <laughs> How you get so big eating fruit of the sky? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, like he's set up to be like a like a like a comic relief, like a pre jar 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 jar, and then. But like, he's like one of the most respected yeah, persons then, in the entire galaxy. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> well, I gotta say, I mean, we would also be remiss if we didn't mention the leaping Lizzie cameo as Final Fantasy yes. XI lovers. I mean, yeah. those those so fucking good. lizards were straight out of Final Fantasy XI, man. Straight copyright infringement. I think so. They're kind of like mixes between the lizards and the megalobuggers. Anyway, we're getting off topic again. Anything else? Sorry, did I tried to move on before. Are we cool with Mandalorian? I we could do a whole show on the Mandalorian, but you know, we've decided to condense it into three, into three podcasts, and that was probably a mistake. Um, we could we could just change Focus Target to be a Star Wars podcast and talk about Star Wars every week. I mean, there's probably enough content there. All right, we got to talk about Robot Chicken Star Wars. If, I know Shy was forced to watch Robot Chicken Star Wars once upon a time. Van, did you ever see Robot Chicken Star Wars? No. I, I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because it's near and dear to my heart and I don't want to bore you people, but I love Robot Chicken Star Wars. If there, I, I think the three Robot Chicken Star Wars uh, that were made were, are quite possibly the greatest works ever created in the history of time. And like, I'm not saying that facetiously. I absolutely love them like they're on up there with me as far as rewatchables as like the juggernaut bitch videos which like every time i go back to watch i still think it's hilarious no matter how many times i see it like that's how i feel about we're watching star wars like it's it's clearly made by people who don't just love star wars but know everything there is to know about star wars like and i i can understand why people who are a little bit more on the casual side get a little bit just don't get it like they don't they don't love it as much like you like if you're somebody who really loves star wars and really is into it do yourself a favor and check out robot chicken star wars because you will most likely love the hell out of it like i do um and that's all i'm gonna say about it i i don't think they'll ever make more because disney now owns the copyright in the past george lucas was actually cool of about them poking fun at the series and actually cameos in a couple of the bits which is awesome uh, i don't think disney has quite that same level of levity and so i doubt we'll ever see like a robot chicken star wars 4 which is one of the saddest things that i can even contemplate honestly <laughs> all right uh, there's a couple other TV shows um, in the Star Wars set in the Star Wars universe. Um, have either of you guys seen the Clone Wars animated series? I think there's like seven or eight. They're seasons. awesome though. So no, when I did subscribe to Disney Plus, which now I probably will resubscribe to watch Solo, I did actually almost watch the whole first season of oh. Clone Wars, and I actually really enjoyed it. And that's probably if I do subscribe to Disney Plus again, I'll probably pick that back up. Like it really was cool. Like, cause it it seemed. Have you seen it, Smiley? Because I don't know if you were going to talk about it, but basically what I saw was it really was filling in a lot of the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin and yeah. just like kind of like developing that between, um, I guess, what would that be? Would that be two and three, so, I think? So it, yeah, <clears throat> it fills the three years between episode two and episode three yeah. and actually goes through like a lot of like the stuff that they kind of reference uh, in some of the movies, like, oh, remember that time on blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it gets into some of those times, like the battles they're fighting, how... Obi-Wan becomes a general and things like that. Like, I mean, it was definitely a cartoon. It was definitely lighter hearted. Um, it's yeah. not like super dramatic, but uh, it, it, it was enjoyable. I, I've, I don't know. When, I, when it first came out, I was just kind of turned off by the animation style. Mm -hmm. Like it kind of seemed like one of those more newer cartoony, like the characters are kind of like, 
kind of like almost like a Powerpuff Girls type of yeah, type yeah. of, and which isn't my favorite type of animation. I'm more of like kind of like the old school Disney, like that smoother and more not realistic, but more like cartoony. I guess mm. I don't know. I can't explain, it, but like that turned me off on it, and I I never really got into it. But it is something that I feel like a lot of people as fans that really enjoy it, and it's something that's probably worth worth going back for. Um, I have spoken. Okay, I have I have spoken. What a dumb line. What, it's I'm so gonna good. Start, I'm going to start using I it on spoken. the podcast. Yeah, When I'm done with my section, I'm going to say I have spoken. That way you guys know it's your turn to talk. I'm just going to stop the recording. <laughs> Find a new Listen, co-host. With great power comes great responsibility, Shy. You need to watch yourself. Where'd you hear that from? Uh, I, it was uh, Obi-Wan, right? Through the annals of time. Um, there's another one that I think just came out recently, and I haven't seen it. Have either of you guys seen Star Wars Rebels? No. I don't know much about that either, but I've, I've heard it's a little bit darker. I don't know if it's animated or not. Um, I thought it was, and I think that, and, I, and maybe you can speak to this, but I think some of those hints at the end of Solo, my, at least my friend I went and saw Solo with, some of oh. that was tied to Rebels. Like some of the stuff that happens in Rebels. So it, that I don't uh, know. I, if there um, were references there, those were ones I missed. Um, okay. So I guess we don't have much to say about that. And then I guess, I think we're all still waiting. Allegedly on Disney Plus at some point, there's supposed to be an Obi-Wan yes. TV series, which I think what? I'm yes. I'm totally looking forward so that's, to. It's still unofficial, but it's been rumored, especially with like people who have seen, um, oh, how am I forgetting the actor's name? He's so good. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. People who have seen Ewan McGregor in public are saying that he's growing out his facial <laughs> hair and everything, like exactly as Obi-Wan was. Nice. So they're like, uh, it could probably, also just be quarantine. <laughs> he's just going crazy <laughs> like uh, Walking Phoenix. Or, you know. <laughs> I mean, we, we all grew beards That's over true. the last yeah. couple months. Um, all right. Any other, any other TV shows that we missed that you guys want to hit before we run out of time today? All right. Then our final category, and we only have a couple minutes for it, but we would absolutely be remiss if we didn't talk about the toys. Star Wars toys. I mean, Star Wars merchandising is like one of the keystones of, of what made this series popular and where Lucas made the money that he made. Mm. Um, and like, I happen to know because I used to work with a girl who her and her husband were Star Wars figuring collectors that like people get kind of crazy about Star Wars toys and merchandise and will pay like ridiculous sums of money for like rare action figures and things like that. Um, I always had a bunch of Star Wars like action figures, but I didn't like save them as collector's items. I freaking played with them. Like I did like lightsaber duels and shit with, you know, I had a pretty big cast. What about you guys? Did you guys have any Star Wars toys that were notable or that you remember from being a kid? Shy, we'll start with you. Yeah, um, I don't think I had action figures, but uh, I had, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Micro Machines from growing up. If you guys ever had Micro Machines, but mm -hmm. I had a couple of Star Wars micro, micro Machine kits. Like I had one from like the Battle of Endor with like swinging logs and it came with an ATSD and you could like walk the ATSD and then release a log and it would slam it and it would That's fall awesome. over. And, um, and then I remember one of my, one of the coolest, I was really into Legos growing up as well. And one of the coolest Lego sets I ever got was right around episode one release. I got the Pod Racer. Um, set oh, for wow. Christmas and it had like two or three of the pod racers. It had um, Sebulba, Sebulba's pod racer and I think Anakin's pod racer. Maybe it was just the two of those, but like it was pretty hefty. Like you built those and you had like a little like track that you built up and um, thought that was really cool. So yeah, had a couple of toys. Yeah, Sam, just a couple couple of generic stuff like the uh, Star Wars Tatooine land speeders. I remember having yeah. one of those bad boys and playing with that thing nice. all day long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you guys have the like the lightsabers that like extended out? Oh yeah, like, for plastic sure. Lightsabers. Yes, but those keep. I feel like those they were broke so made, fucking easy. Oh god, all the time. They I feel like those were made popular when the second series came out, though. Episode one, two, and three. Yeah, they were. Like I had a Darth Maul like dual sided one. Mm -hmm. Oh nice, up, yeah. Upstairs. My buddy and I used um, to battle with those all the time. Ben Tendo, actually, friend of the yeah. podcast. Him and I used to go outside and try to script our own things while we were young nineteen-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. I remember one of my favorite memories when my son was young, like he's probably only like six or seven. We would at night in my apartment, we would each get a lightsaber. We'd turn all the lights off nice. and we would light up the lightsaber and have a freaking duel in the dark. And it was pretty amazing. We had some good times. Yeah, it was fun. I had a big set of action figures and like 
the like miniature X wings and things, and like, I had some pretty, pretty substantial battles in my day. Star Wars battles. <laughs> they uh, those lightsabers have become quite high end these days. I don't know if you've ever looked oh, them up, but I they're... like my the friend I went and saw Solo with. Like he and his wife, they're both huge fans. Like their wedding cake was was hot. And the oh, and ATATs walking across, and they were oh on, lay on the wedding cake. Um, but uh, but they they pitched in together as as a couple, and they bought like the three hundred dollar like Master Series lightsaber that's mounted in their living room, where like it actually is like it's extended, like you know, like the yes, classic is. I've, but when you press it, the light actually like yeah. extends, yeah, and it yeah. makes them. And as you swing it, it makes the noises like I have and a metal, of, not uh, plastic. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> like well, that's a that's an investment. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to mention that it seems like Disney Plus has actually officially announced that they are doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi. I thought they had. Series. I was going to effort that myself. So yeah. I'm glad you said that. I thought that that um, had been announced. We, I don't think there's a date on it, though. Yeah, that's correct. What, I think that's They're going to start production in August, which is this month. Oh, could be Fans going correction right corner. Now. Nice. Yep. I make a lot of uh, errors, so I need my own corner. All right, gentlemen. Are you? Do you have anything else to say about Star Man, Wars? We could talk forever, but I think we this could. is a good sum up for me. Shy, you're good. All right. Well, if you want to talk about some of the Star Wars miscellany, um, send us a message. We'd love to hear your thoughts on any of the stuff we discussed today, last week, weeks past, or weeks uh, weeks to come. Our uh, Twitter account is at Focus Target. We have a YouTube page, Focus Target Podcast, and an email, Focus Target Podcast at gmail.com. So, you know, we'd love to hear from you if you have any any thoughts. Uh, you know, we, we'd love to interact with you. Um, in the meantime, we'll be back next week with episode three, A Revenge of the... Oh, no. Um, what I don't know what the title is going to be. Working title. Um, so that's all for today. I'm your host, Smiley. This is Shy. This is Van. As always, cover us, Porkins. We're out. Thank you.